0: This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien. Let's talk traffic stops. If a cop pulls you over for speeding, can he also, on a hunch, search your car for drugs? There's a case in Kansas that deals with this issue. Let's go to former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So what happened here, Rob?
1: Well, this is a case that involves, among other individuals, a man named Joshua Bosire. He was driving home on Interstate 70 in Kansas uh, one February night back in 2019 when he was pulled over by the Kansas Highway Patrol for speeding. He was coming back from Denver where he'd been celebrating his daughter's birthday. Uh, Now, he apparently was clocked going a whopping seven miles over the speed limit and actually was not issued a speeding ticket. Uh, but the uh, tr- the state trooper thought that Bosar, who's African-American, might be trafficking drugs from Colorado. And this is an issue in Kansas because marijuana, as we all know, was legalized in Colorado before anywhere else in the country recreationally. But it's still illegal in Kansas. So he had three things going against him, apparently. One, he was uh, coming from Colorado. Two, uh, he's uh, He's black. Uh, and three apparently driving along at night made him uh, suspicious as well. It was, it was uh, what the trooper thought anyway. So the trooper engaged in what the Kansas Highway Patrol trains troopers to do. What they call the Kansas two-step. I thought they were talking about some sort of square dancing, but no. apparently the Kansas two-step is a, it's a tactic that they're actually trained in. It's what they do is they train the officer. Who, you know, after issuing a traffic citation or a warning, to turn their body, take two steps toward their patrol cruiser, then turn around and ask the driver, Would you mind answering a few more questions? Does this remind you of an old 1970s TV show? Yes. Shuttle? So the the reason they train their patrolmen to do this is that the highway patrol in Kansas believes that this technique breaks off the initial traffic detention. And is uh, a way to in, uh, re-engage the driver in a consensual encounter. Um, but what it amounts to, according to the Tensor Court of Appeals, is uh, an invasion of privacy, unlawful invasion of privacy, I should make clear. The standard for that kind of invasion has to be higher, the courts have ruled, than having out-of-state plates, a Colorado destination or origin and minority status.
0: Because there was no indication when the officer looked at the car that there were drugs there, he didn't smell of marijuana or anything like that. And they right. eventually called in the drug sniffing dog, and the dog found nothing, and they released him. But the motorist was right. really ticked off by this whole incident. He was, and he wasn't the only one. There were there were five
1: individuals who suffered this uh, indignity, and the ACLU of Kansas represented them all and and challenged uh, the highway patrol's detention. The, the court ruled that uh, it is not. You know, a jury could conclude there wasn't reasonable suspicion. And if you lack reasonable suspicion, this Kansas two-step uh, tactic does not overcome that deficit.
0: Okay, so let me take the other side here. Kansas wants to be able to enforce its drug laws, whether you agree with them or not. And I'm sure there have been plenty of incidents of people coming from marijuana states into non-marijuana Kansas. Yeah. What, would, what, would, what kind of activity would you have to witness for there to be sus- sufficient suspicion?
1: Well, I think one example of reasonable suspicion would be a driver who's apparently driving while impaired, someone who is not only transporting their marijuana but consuming some of it along the way. That would to me that's the most obvious, you know, legitimate reason to pull someone over. Or or another example would be you pull them over. They appear to be driving erratically, and they roll down the window. And what do you smell wafting out of the car?
0: Right, uh,
1: it's a strong smell of cannabis. So what what the what the district court judge uh, ruled after getting the case back from the Tenth Circuit um is she ruled that this look this is this is another example of 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 a, of a war. It's a war on motorists, she called it, as opposed to a war on drugs. And we're all protected from um, uh, having our Fourth Amendment rights to uh, you know avoid unreasonable search and seizure. The the law enforcement has to have at least a reasonable suspicion uh, in order to stop us and invade our privacy in these ways. And and quite simply, driving with out-of-state plates from Colorado, driving while also being a person of color, that's not enough. and, and, And it shouldn't be either.
0: Okay, so what is reasonable suspicion?
1: Well, the courts have ruled that the Fourth Amendment means that law enforcement officers have to base their suspicion on articulable facts not just a hunch and looking at someone's out of state plate the fact that they were coming from one state like colorado to another like kansas that doesn't constitute uh, more than a hunch
0: what about if everything was the same but the guy is flying a green marijuana flag from his uh, radio antenna and he's got grateful dead cranked up on the radio <laughs>
1: Clearly reasonable suspicion would be be, be found there.
0: (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thank you.
1: Thanks, Dave.